Good morning and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana live, literally live on uh, YouTube and Instagram, uh, Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. The captain is back. Um, it's, I'm glad to be here. It's been, uh, it's been a while. Uh, May 8th was the last podcast, but I was been on vacation for the last two and a half weeks. So, uh, uh, the captain's been, um, uh, traveling, traveling abroad. So, um, Anyway, I'm back. I just woke up not too long ago, so we're just going to have some fun here and see what happens. Uh, permission to come aboard. And again, we all know the cabana. It's all entertainment therapy. We're just going to talk about whatever. I have no clue what's going to come on the agenda. We're just here to have fun, and we'll see what happens. But we are live on YouTube and Instagram as we speak. So uh, uh, last time I actually thought I was live on YouTube, but I wasn't, so I screwed that up. But now I figured it out. But some new changes are coming. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm going to, I'm going to rock this joint out. I'm going to get a, uh, a new microphone, one that like clings or hooks onto your screen or whatever that can stretch out. So I don't have to rig it up here with like boxes. Like I'm like a poor, like a homeless person trying to do a podcast. So, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to work on that and then, um, figure out some other way with the webcam, how to get that going to where it looks professional so uh we're getting there you know rome wasn't built overnight um anyway whatever so we're, we'll see what happens but anyway um not much on the agenda today i'm gonna talk about uh talk about my trip and talk about whatever uh recent sports are ongoing um we've got the uh, nba finals which has just started uh game one was thursday night uh the nuggets uh, beat the Heat uh, in the first game, so they lead 1-0, and I believe uh, game three is um, tomorrow night, so they, they're going to spread that out, so uh, let's see, so it's a seven-game series, so they just started Thursday, so they'll be done in August, so that's that's the plan. <laughs> they drag out the NBA Finals like it's, enough, like it's no tomorrow, but um, anyway, so we'll, we'll go over some... Uh, We'll go over some sports. Actually, I'm gonna bring up uh, bring up the uh, scores here. We'll talk about um, some other upcoming games, um, but uh, other upcoming um, baseball. We got uh, plus we got the Stanley Cup. So um, anyway, my trip. You know, I, I know I've been talking about that for a while. Uh, before you know preceding you know other podcasts but um i wasn't sure i wanted to do one last night i wanted to do the podcast last night actually but I, the, the captain was tired i i it's been so bad i've been falling asleep at work and luckily nobody's caught me so um but yeah i've um that that's it's been it's been <laughs> trying to get back on schedule so it's um you know it's 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 a, i like those little you, you, like little five minute naps at work where you where you fall asleep and you're sitting down and you just doze off you can have the best dreams like you'll you'll think like what the heck just happened where, where was i you know and it just you'll have there's some you, i don't i don't know how that how that the mind does that it's just it's always baffled me how that happens but i, I it happened a few times this week and I, I was in a dream where i was just like whoa that was awesome can i get that back but no it was at work 
and it was five minutes felt like an eternity it really did isn't that, isn't that amazing it's like ant-man in the quantum realm or something so it's um anyway it, it was pretty cool so i had some had some good like quick naps at work this week i'm not gonna lie so um anyway, i mean who, who doesn't sleep at their desk every now and then and people doze off it happens we're human so anyway um let's uh, back up a little bit to um to kick off the trip so we've um let's see i i, I rented a car you know I, I did want to put the miles on my current Acura, so I, uh, I rented a vehicle from Enterprise and, you know, get a pretty good deal with my company. So um, I drove to Arkansas to see my family, hung out with them for one night, uh, you know, just a little stop on the long way. And then um, the next day, drove to Indianapolis, Indiana. So I drove from uh, outside of, um, um, on the outskirts of uh, Arkansas, near Jonesboro, um, and, um, to, um, got over to I-55, cut through, uh, the north, north, excuse me, northeast side of Arkansas, got on I-55, drove to Indianapolis, Indiana. So, um, um, you take I-55, I guess, uh, you get off the exit to I-57, like you're going to Chicago and, uh, I-57, which the roads are not that great. I mean, of course you're in Illinois. What do you expect? But when you're in I-57, you take that to you hit I-70. And I-70 uh, will take you to Indianapolis. Of course, there was a couple other ways I could have gone, but I, I didn't care. I was just rolling with it. But um, I stayed in Indianapolis on that Friday, May the 12th. Indianapolis is a fun city. Um, a little kind of reminds me of Nashville. Uh, very spread out um, and fun. I mean, they had a lot of good bars. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over uh, the places I went. Um, there was this, uh, I didn't really get to, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in Indianapolis because I, I wanted to get a good night's sleep and everything. But, um, I mean, I didn't go out as much. But I went to um, Dick's Last Resort. It was like the first place I, I saw because it was, um, I've heard about, you know, they're kind of a franchise chain or whatever. And um, they're, apparently the whole atmosphere is that they're, they're going to be a, a bitch to you or, or rude as hell to you. And that's just how it is. So they, it's like a, just a lot of sexual innuendos throughout the whole place. And, you know, I just want, I just want to check it out, but, uh, the food was good. You know, it was okay. I had like a appetizer, but I didn't stay for, I wasn't going to eat dinner there. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm out of here. It was, it wasn't what I really, what I expected. A lot of young kids, like teenage girls, like a birthday party. It was kind of lame. So, um, but uh, anyway, it, it was okay. But uh, it was pretty busy because it was graduation weekend. So there was a lot of people in town. Um, and uh, then I went over to this place called Kilroy's. It's like a sports bar. It, it was pretty cool. So uh, they had a lot of um, like mem like uh, nostalgia. They had a Hoosiers poster, I think autographed by somebody in the movie. I couldn't remember who it was, but I don't think it was Gene Hackman. I've got a picture of it. I have to look at it. But um, it was pretty good. Big, big, big sports bar. Um, a lot of big screen TVs and probably the place to go to watch Colts games, I'm sure, or Pacers games. Uh, which, of course, Indianapolis is the home of the Indianapolis Colts and the Indiana Pacers. So I did get to see the Lucas Oil Stadium, so that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't see the arena where the Pacers play, which I didn't care. But uh, Kilroy's a nice little sports bar. So um, 
and I may not say little, it's a big, it's a big bar, but there's a lot of other bars in that area. Um, there was one place called Tiki Bob's. I wish I'd have gone, but it was a little further down. I was like, oh man, maybe next time. But uh, Indianapolis, it's not a bad, it's not a bad drive. It's like seven hours. I mean, six hours maybe, depending on which way you go. But um, you could actually go to Nashville and take then take 65 north all the way. So uh, that's that's one way to do it. Uh, but I-69 here in Memphis, which is they're still working on it, it's supposed to go from Memphis to all the way to Indianapolis. So there you go. But if, you, uh, if you're traveling, check out Indianapolis, fun city, uh, which every city has crime. We know that. Just, you know, have your head on a swivel, be, be safe, and, you know, know where you're going. So, but, yeah, thank you, Indianapolis. I stayed at the Hampton Inn and Suites downtown. Uh, nice hotel. Uh, kind of an older Older Hampton, but very nice. Uh, had first Hampton I've ever seen with a valet service, which is you know pretty cool. That's rare, but I guess when you're downtown, you, you have no option because there's no parking. So I uh, had to valet, but it was it was ex, um, you know affordable. So, but um, I'm a Hilton guy, so I get my Hilton points, and if I I also use Lyft, so when I use Lyft, I get Hilton points. So um, I recommend Lyft. Uber can kiss my ass, so that's all I got to say. But um, anyway, uh, Hampton Inn, Indianapolis downtown was great, and had a good night's rest. Uh, the next day, um, I kind of took my time because I was headed to Muncie, Indiana. So this was Saturday, May thirteenth. Headed to Muncie, Indiana, which is about an hour northeast of Indianapolis, and that's where I visited the Bob Ross Studio. Uh, the Bob Ross Studio is in partnership with. Uh, Ball State University, and um, I have to scratch my balls. I'm at Ball State, so <laughs> anyway, that's from Problem Child, but um, <laughs> Problem Child too. So um, <laughs> Ball State, very nice, very nice campus, beautiful campus, small, home of the Ball State Cardinals. Uh, they're in affiliation with the Bob Ross Studio or the Bob Ross Experience. Um, I think whoever founded the college or generate or family members of that family that founded the college were friends with Bob Ross or something. I'm not sure. I took a lot of photos. It was like, it's in an old house, but, um, the studio, uh, not much to it, but it's like a two, two story house, beautiful home. Um, and they had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of memorabilia, uh, books and stuff when he was when it, they left it exactly how it was when he was recording and when he did this the show so it was really cool um the um i got to see the studio right there where the cameras uh and there were two cameras on each side to get a full shot of you know what he was painting and if you look into one of the cameras and it, it, i of those gigantic cameras from the from the 80s you know I'm sure they're still around. I don't know how that works, but I mean, you, it was just, you look through the camera lens and there, and there's Bob painting. So it's just like, it was really cool. It's like you were really watching him paint and you're looking through the lens and you come out to the left. It's like, wow, that's, that's so cool because we, they had it actually playing through the camera. So it's like you were really watching him and it was just, it's very, I mean, it was a really cool homage to him to uh, for, very respectful. Uh, I love that. But uh, I just grew up on Bob Ross, you know, the, watching the shows. I didn't paint or anything like that. I didn't care about that. I just loved watching it. It put me to sleep. It was very relaxing, very calming. 
Uh, but he's right. You know, he would always he would always before you start the show, he would say, you know, if you want to paint with us, come welcome back. Let's let's get to it. If not, pull up a chair and have a glass of iced tea and just relax. And it's true, and it does. It's very relaxing. It's very it's great for the soul. I think um, I'm. We didn't deserve Bob Ross. I tell you that. I mean, the the guy, everything about him was phenomenal. You know, I was just just a cool guy. And I met a family, a couple, and I think they were they had their daughter with them, but I don't remember their names. But I mean, I, I did get their names. I just didn't. Uh, nice people, but they knew him. They knew Bob Ross, and they were, they showed a picture of when their daughter was born, and Bob was holding the the daughter. And I was just like, that is so cool. Y'all knew him. It's like generations. I took a photo of the photo, but like I said, I wish I'd have got their names or you know written it down. But nice people. Um, they're in their 60s, I guess. But I mean, maybe early 70s. But Bob Ross passed away. He was only 52 when he passed away. But um, cancer sucks. But anyway, it was really cool to meet the people that knew Bob Ross. So I thought I said everything you saw on TV, his mannerisms, everything is exactly how he was in person. So I think that was that was awesome. So it was really cool to meet somebody that knew him and to, you know, verify his background and how he was. I mean, that's that's awesome. But I actually also mimicked the whole thing of the process of beating the brush and cleaning the brush like he does, you know, beat the devil out of it. I mean, that was it was great. I mean, just the whole after watching it all these years, you know, you just, you, you get it down. So it was really cool. Um, the whole, the whole process, you know, very, like I said, it was kind of a small tour, you know, it's not like it's, um, it's not like you have a guide or anything. You just kind of go look around yourself, you know, and, uh, they had some classes upstairs and some other, you know, um, galleries of, uh, paintings. I didn't go upstairs cause I didn't, you know, I had a class and I was like, eh, this is enough for me. I've, I've seen it. I just wanted to see the, where he shot the, episodes and it was great so um that was that was awesome you know great experience um muncie indiana small little town you know not much to it um indiana kind of had a mississippi tennessee feel to it you know um southern even though it's kind of an it is northern it does had that southern feel so it was you know didn't think much of it but um pretty cool but uh, after that, I just mainly was just road tripping. I, uh, I drove th- across the state of Ohio. Uh, I love Ohio. Um, my first experience in Ohio was in Cleveland in 2019. I went to a Browns-Dolphins game. It was awesome. People were awesome. Just a great experience. So I love Cleveland. Uh, this before they changed the name of the Indians to that other bullshit, Guardians. But anyway, um, I drove through... Uh, um, North, just north of Dayton, so crossed, uh, took I-70, uh, took some back roads actually from Muncie to get back to the interstate. Um, so I saw a lot of windmills, huge windmills, uh, like countryside of Indiana, so pretty cool. But then when you cross it and finally get to I-70, you take that all the way to, uh, you know, to uh, Pennsylvania. So I crossed over uh, just north of Dayton kept going um went through columbus i was actually surprised how you know how how big uh columbus ohio is i didn't realize it it's a it's a major city so i mean i i knew it was i just never really paid attention but which they're they do have a pro team it's the columbus blue jackets of the national hockey league so columbus seems like a pretty cool city i would 
I wish I had more time to spend spend time there, but uh, you know, it is what it is. But maybe next time. But Columbus, Ohio, Ohio also had that same kind of Tennessee, Southern Mississippi feel, even though it is north. You know, it, the same thing. It's like it just didn't. It it, it felt like a a Southern state. So I, nothing to it really. Uh, no tolls or anything in that part of Ohio. I don't think I didn't see any. Uh, but there are some tolls, so that's where the first state that had the tolls, which, uh, anyway, I had plenty of change and cash, but everything was digital. I was like, damn it, you know, <laughs> what do you do? So, um, but anyway, uh, kept going, and I, I got to some little town outside of Pittsburgh, which when you get into Pennsylvania, it's nothing but hills. So Pennsylvania, beautiful countryside, the hills, um, great stuff, but man, there was, all there was was construction on the interstate. The speed limit was 55. Which I, I didn't go 55. It was just like, hey, Sammy Hagar, I can't drive 55. So um, we just, I couldn't. So I mean, nobody, I was like, nobody's driving 55. Are you kidding me? And anyway, so I ended up through um, a little town outside of Pittsburgh called Somerset. So it was just like a little truck stop town um, right there off uh, I 76 and um, 76 East, so I just stayed at a Hampton Inn for the night, no big deal, and I just, you know, got up, left early the next morning, so um, just a small little Hampton Inn, uh, Somerset, nice little town, you know, not much to it. Uh, then uh, that, the next morning, the weather was great, by the way, so the next morning, I uh, left early, about I left about by 6 a.m., and uh, nobody on the road, so it was, um, I was, drove, to, drove to Philadelphia, so uh, about three hours to Philadelphia from there, and um, let's see, it was about a, probably a six-hour drive on the way from Ohio to get to Somerset to where I was, because I, I was originally going to stay in Pittsburgh, but I, I, I changed that up. So, but um, anyway, headed to Philadelphia. My plans were to um, to see the Rocky statue, the Rocky, the steps at the Museum of Art. And some other um, sites, but um, I had to stop along the way to take like a 20-30 minute nap because I, I have a tendency to fall asleep at the wheel. Uh, I know that's that's scary. It's, that's very scary. It's happened before, um, and it's uh, I don't know why. I guess I just obviously just don't get enough sleep, but it's very random. But uh, if I'm driving long periods of time, I have to. I have to pull over and I have to take a little nap because it's just that's. It just refreshes me, so that's just how it is. So, um, so the, the 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 captain likes to nap, so <laughs> called a cap nap. <laughs> anyway, um, on the way to Philadelphia, beautiful countryside. I uh, didn't get a chance to see the Amish country. Uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, is apparently where all the Amish. There's a you know a large group of Amish people that live there. They say it's beautiful. Be cool to see their, you know, how they operate, but I didn't get a chance to. But I'm telling you, there was one area when I was coming on I-76, maybe an hour or so from Philly, and I, I just cleared some trees or something, and you, and you're coming in like a, coming down a hill, and all of a sudden, it just it's just open, it's just wide open of just land, farmland, hills, tree. It was like something. It was like you're looking into a like a a, a gallery. Of just it was just it was so unbelievable a spectacular view all these hills and farms and it was just to the eye to the eye I could see I mean it was just so far back it was just like man this is so beautiful it was really cool so it was um, I mean it's definitely a beautiful sight so that's what you know I took as many pictures as I can but it's really about 
I know a lot of people want to get the best photo. You want to you want to experience that and get the best shot. My my take is it's not going to happen. Just take as much as you want, but put the phone down. And I realize we're all on our phones. I get it. It's a digital world, but put it down. Take it all in. Take it all in. I'm telling you, you'll just you'll remember it because it's 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 tattooed in your brain, and that's just how it is. So it's just it's it was great. It was such a beautiful sight. Uh, the countryside of uh, Pennsylvania. So a lot of hills, a lot of turns, a lot of twists and turns like that. Um, anyway, but it is what it is. So finally, and then all of a sudden, you make a couple of turns, and there's there's Philadelphia. It's like it pops out of nowhere. So, you know, all these skyscrapers. I was like, wow, okay, there's Philly. So first stop I made was the Museum of Art, where the Rocky Steps were and are still there. And... Um, I didn't have to pay to park, which I was very surprised. So I planned that ahead to make sure because I didn't know where the hell to park. Um, figured that out, and it's 52 steps on the steps to the Museum of Art. And I counted it, and then there's also at the top, there's they have a his feet, Sylvester Stallone, his feet, where it's engraved into the steps. So it says Rocky, and it has the date and everything. It's really cool. Um, so that, that was awesome. Um, from 1976 and so I took some photos enjoyed it and just uh, sat down for a little while and just took in the view and, and there's the strip right there the street to downtown Philly where he ran in Rocky 2 and it was just you know inspiration to a lot of people and there's a lot of kids that were out there running and I was like that's great you know what there's they're getting active and stay active and enjoy this I'm telling you you can get in shape fast running that thing and um, it was, but it was fun. I mean, it was just great to just take it all in to appreciate it. And, you know, it's like, Hey, I, and Rocky, Rocky two and Rocky three were my favorite movies. And I would, you know, Rocky four is awesome. We all know that, but I would watch Rocky two and three when I was in high school to pump up for football games because that was just old school training, you know, uh, with Mick and, you know, Apollo and you're getting ready for Mr. T, you know, just good stuff, man. But, um, anyway, so that was, that was cool. It was really cool to see that. A lot of old, a lot of history in Philadelphia. Uh, there was, I had a plan was to book a reservation to go to Independence Hall after the stat, after I saw the Rocky statue, to go to Independence Hall and check out the Constitution. Well, that was my plan. The only thing is, I didn't know what time I was going to be getting into town. I should have maybe planned it a little bit better. But it was Mother's Day, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll see what they, they were all booked. And I was like, man, come on. So I, I didn't get a chance to see Independence Hall. I wanted to to see where the Constitution was written and all the history. They say all the old chairs are still there, everything, all the furniture, everything is still intact. I was like, that's great. You know, especially the way the country is now, I'm glad somebody's taking care of business. Um, but I didn't get a chance to do that because uh, I, I just didn't know what time I was going to get there. But And then I drove by the Liberty Bell, went through downtown Philly, a beautiful city. I mean, it really is. Um, the courthouse was really cool. It was cool to see that. And, uh, I believe that was also in Rocky One, where he was running and he runs around the courthouse or something. I think I, I think that's one of the scenes. Um, it's actually on the soundtrack. It's called uh, the title is Philadelphia Morning, where he gets up real early when he gets that first fight with Apollo and he's training and he knows he's out of shape, you know? <laughs> but he does it anyway. Um, so it was, but it's kind of tight. So I, I rented a truck. I was in a Nissan Frontier for the road trip. And it was very tight, though, getting through those streets. So that's one thing I didn't like about it. it was just 
you have a big vehicle, you know, you better be careful. So, but a lot of, a lot of cool places, you know, look like Philly was a place, you know, a place to go visit and have some, you know, spend a couple of days, but you just it hurt. It's a lot of crime in Philly, obviously too, but just like I said, have your head on a swivel, but I finally was able to, um, manage through and get back on the interstate. I took I-95 to New York. So, um, which I've driven 95 many times down there in South Florida. So it's just, it's no different. But uh, Philly was beautiful. Um, then I took 95 up through New Jersey, uh, drove past Newark, uh, saw the city. My mother used to fly into Newark all the time when she was a flight attendant. And uh, so I just, many stories about New Jersey. Excuse me. Uh, take a little, little swig there. Um, but yeah, so headed up to New York. Um, this was Mother's Day. May 14th. So I was headed to New York to um, get over to Connecticut. So I was told to never take to don't take the George Washington Bridge because it's always going to be backed up and it's just insanity getting through there. So uh, I looped around and somehow got onto Interstate 287, which is the former Governor Cuomo Bridge, the, the old governor from the 70s and 80s, I guess. And uh, took the Cuomo Bridge, crossed over to White Plains, and it was a mess. The, the The traffic was just crazy. I mean, it's New it's New Jersey, you know. It's like, and they let you know it's the last exit. It's like this is it, the last exit, New Jersey. They're like, thank God, there's so many exits. <laughs> but um, got got through 95 on New Jersey and New York, and looped around, avoided the, you know, George Washington Bridge. But you gotta you gotta be you got to be on alert because those exits can be confusing and you know you may think you're going the right way but you take the wrong turn so that it's, it almost happened almost took the wrong exit ended up in staten island so it was it was it was weird so just you got to be cautious and be alert when you're driving through new york state new you know new jersey new york city area it's nuts so um ended up finally got across white plains into stanford connecticut uh, was home of the World Wrestling Entertainment, the WWE headquarters. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go by and see it. Obviously, it was closed, but I took some photos. Pretty cool. Connecticut was nuts. The traffic was just insane coming out of New York City into Connecticut. So I guess a lot of people commute from, you know, Stanford's about an hour north of New York City. So a lot of people commute from Connecticut to New York. So, I mean, it's um, it was busy. It was slammed. I stopped to get some gas. And the pumps were just full. I mean, it was just so many people on the road. But you know what? That's great. Get them back out there. Let's have some fun. Travel. That's what it's all about. So uh, let's get back out there. Let's make America great again. And I'm not bullshitting that. We got to get back out there. We got to do some stuff. We got to live life. Um, pandemic's over. Go live life. But anyway, um, it was... Um, uh, make travel great again. I guess that's what I want to say. <laughs> make travel great again. But uh, ended up out, outside of, uh, headed to uh, Mystic, Connecticut. That's where I stayed for the night. Um, it's a small port, seaport town, very popular, uh, like a hidden gem. I think they filmed the movie Mystic River there, a Clint Eastwood directed movie with uh, Sean Penn, Kevin Bacon. And uh, it, it was nice. Very small, like I said, and, um, you know, s s 
skinny streets too, but I drove through the little downtown area and there's so many people. I was like, well, geez, I was like, I'd like to go to one of their local bars and check it out, but it was slammed. Couldn't go, couldn't find a parking spot, nothing. So I stayed at the local Hilton and there was a bar in there. I was like, you know what? I think I'm done for the night. I've been driving all, all day. So what the heck? So I just stayed at the local Hilton and they have a little bar inside there, uh, the iron house or something. It's pretty cool. Good food. Uh, that Hilton in Mystic, Connecticut is a good spot. So just a heads up. Um, actually, the, all the hotels I stayed were phenomenal. So we'll go ahead and get that out there. But um, Mystic, Connecticut, nice. Uh, there's this place called Abbott's, the seafood place that's right there on the water. They said, you've got to go to Abbott's. Well, a friend of mine from Memphis said the same thing. I said, yeah, go check it out. I got there at 5 o'clock. They closed at 7. Packed. Line out the door to the street. I was like, well, too much, so much for that. <laughs> so I just went back to the hotel bar and hung out. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Hey, man, maybe next time. But um, the word got out. So, <laughs> hey, we heard Captain Cambino's coming up here. Let's, 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 uh, let's get a table. We don't want him here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I stayed in Mystic, Connecticut. The next day headed to uh, Hyannis, Massachusetts, Cape Cod. So Cape Cod's its own little stretch of uh, little towns and stuff. Uh, Massachusetts is beautiful, but um, uh, that's where the assholes come in. So I call them massa assholes. Um, everyone, most most people I met were kind of pricks. So I guess it was Massachusetts. What do you expect? So I ended up Hyannis. Um, I stopped in uh, Woods Hole. So I was going to try to take the uh, the ferry to Martha's Vineyard. Um, well, I, I mean, I did, but I ended up in Woods Hole. Had such a good time in Woods Hole. This little bar called Leeside, Leeside Pub. And this little pub had Jaws on streaming on Amazon Prime at the bar. Like, they loop it every day. And because the owner's like, I want Jaws and at least one TV. And the other one could be sports. I was like, you know what? I want to meet this guy. <laughs> I was like, this is so awesome. I mean... You know, there's some parts of the movie I don't like, but I mean, but it's Jaws. I mean, how can you go wrong? So it was, it, it was awesome to see that. The service was great. The bartender was nice. Her name was Sarah. But the, there was, I was, when I got to Woods Hole, I was looking for a parking spot so I could take the ferry. Well, I thought, I read online on Google Maps that you could park there. There's plenty of parking. I get there and I said, yeah, I was looking for a parking space. So obviously this lady's seen many people come through before. She comes back out, hands me a paper, piece of paper, doesn't even say anything. I look at it and goes, oh, four miles back, huh? Really? Because it says online there's parking spaces here. She goes, no, it doesn't. I was like, yeah, it does. But maybe I got the wrong place. I don't know. But you could be a little more friendly next time. So I kind of called her out. And she just kind of like shrugged me off, like did her hand like that. I was like, damn, what a bitch, you know? So, it, you know, it is what it is. I was like, well, I am in Massachusetts, so what do you expect? But... Anyway, I, I found a parking space in the town of Woods Hole, but you had to pay for it, and the maximum is three hours. So I paid for three hours. I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to get a ticket. But I had a ton of quarters with me, so I asked the bartender. I, I said, where do you park when, you, when you're working? She goes, I have to pay for parking. I was like, really? I was like, well, look, can I, maybe we can help each other out. So I gave her some quarters, and so she put quarters in my meter, and she did the same. I said, take some of mine, put some in yours. So we'll help each other out because I took the ferry and she was cool about it. And so I took the ferry to Martha's Vineyard and it sucked. 
I'm not going to lie. The ferry ride was cool. It was about 45 minutes to get to Martha's Vineyard. Maybe 30 minutes. It was pretty short. Went to Martha's Vineyard, and I didn't really go into the town of Martha's Vineyard. I went to this place called Vineyard Haven, but I just I really wasn't impressed. And um, then I was told by a few locals, says, yeah, it's okay, but it's a lot of tourists, and it's not as fun as you would think. They said, Nantucket's way better. And I was like, well, I'm going to Nantucket tomorrow, so I'll, I'll be sure of that, but, which I already had booked. Um, but I, I ended up in Vineyard Haven, nice little place and quiet, but there's this place I found out, I was looking like, there's got to be a local bar, just, you know, hang out for a little bit until the ferry, until it's time for the next ferry to leave. And I, I'm one of those, if I'm not impressed with something, I'm out of there. I mean, that's just how I am. It's not like I'm impatient. It's just that I, I was like, nah, this sucks. Let's get out of here. So it's just, that's just how it is. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like that. But I saw this place called the Black Dog Tavern. It had a big black dog on, you know, as, as a logo. And um, I was like, okay, we'll check it out. I walk in, it's nothing but restaurant tables. And the, the waitress walks up, hi, can I can help you. I was like, yeah, uh, where's the bar? And she goes, oh, there's no bar in, there's no bars in Vineyard Haven or here. I was like, but you're a tavern. She goes, yes. She says, well, how can you call yourself a tavern if there's no bar? She just looked at me, baffled. I was like, okay, thank you. So, I mean, I'm just like, look, I'm from the South, but if, if you're a tavern, you're going to have a bar too. I mean, that, that's just how it is. So it was just kind of like, okay, I'm out of here. So I <laughs> uh, got back on the ferry, headed back to, you know, Woods Hole, you know, had, you know, just chill for a little bit longer and uh, didn't get a, didn't get a parking ticket. So it all worked out. It was cool. And uh, headed to Hyannis, stayed for the night. And, um, you know, got ready. I went to this place called Tap City Grill in Hyannis, Massachusetts. And uh, Tap City Grill, great restaurant, uh, bar and grill. And they had the, man, they had these chicken and waffles. Oh, my gosh, they were so good. Um, so, cool place, though. Uh, good sports bar. Uh, we were watching the, um, um, some, some of the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. So, um, pretty cool. Um Locals were friendly, you know, things like that. So, uh, Tap City Grill in Hyannis. Anyway, uh, the next day, uh, I stayed at a Double Tree in Hyannis. Um, really nice Double Tree. Uh, a lot of pilots were coming through there. Um, apparently, it's a pretty busy airport right there, Hyannis. So, um, for you know, private, private planes, things like that. But the next morning, I uh, went to Nantucket. So, um, I this is the first mistake I made on the trip. Is I read my um, ticket information for the ferry wrong. I, I thought I was leaving at noon. Turns out it left at 11. And I made sure of that because I was like, wait, okay, we're East Coast now, Eastern time zone, so let's make sure you get that right. No, I thought it left at noon, but it left at 11. So I was 20 minutes late, but I thought I was there early. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I said, the next one went until 2 p.m. I was like, damn it, no, I can't do this. I said, well, there's one over here that leaves in 30 minutes if you want to go catch that one. It's a different company. I said, man, that'd be great. So I said, look, I'll just refund you. No problem. I said, well, I appreciate that. And but So that one lady, I think her name was Barbara. She was nice. And she refunded me. This was a steamship authority, which everything was fine. I just arrived. I just got there late. I, I missed the time. My fault. But um, either way, I found another company called Highline. A little bit more expensive, but because you're doing it same day, you know, I guess it was just a little higher. So like 20 bucks more. But I got there, I got a, got a seat. It's about an hour ferry ride to Nantucket. Uh, waters were pretty rough because of the, the weather. So, um, but we were in a, 
you know, high-speed ferry, so it was great. Got there in no time. Nantucket was awesome. Beautiful place, beautiful little town, uh, cobblestone streets, sidewalks, clean, so clean. I mean, it was just, um, you, you could you could cook breakfast on the, on the street. That was how clean it was. But just so many little nice little stores and shops and people were friendly. Um, you know, some places didn't open until like later in the week. Because I guess because people traveling in from the for the weekend things like that, but I bought this. I went to this shop called University of Nantucket, which there's no there's no college or university in Nantucket, so it's just. But it was um, University of Nantucket, and they had all this you know hats and T-shirts, bumper stickers. So I bought some, and they were great. Um, so the hats are really cool. It's just got the it's just an island. It just it's just the out. It's just the drawing of the island of Nantucket. So it's a pretty cool little hat. Uh, so I'm looking forward to wearing that sometime. Got some bumper stickers and um, some uh, magnets. You know, it's pretty cool. But everybody was friendly. I went to this place called uh, uh, Rose and Crown. And um, nice, great, great seafood place, uh, bar. Um, kind of up on some steps. And like you're up on a pedestal. It's pretty cool. I had a cod sandwich. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was so damn good. The bartender was cool. We were talking about, she was talking about Key West and Fort Lauderdale. I was like, yeah. I said, tell you what, next time you're in Fort Lauderdale, go to Elbow Room. There's my license plate. So she knew about the Elbow Room. I thought that was cool. It was like, it's a small world. But if I had to if I had to choose, and I didn't stay in Nantucket long, but if I had to choose, I would choose Nantucket over Key West any day of the week. That's not anything against Key West. But I, I worked so much in Key West when I lived in South Florida. I've seen enough of Key West. So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done with it. Not that I would never go back. It's just that if I had to pick right now, I'd go with Nantucket because there's so much more Nantucket I want to see. And it was friendly. It was clean. And it was just, it was great. Plus, it's an island. I mean, like, you'd have to, you still have to drive to Key West, which feels like you're driving to an island because it's only a two-lane highway. But, uh, and I've done that many times where it gets annoying. It's old, It gets old fast. But there were times where, you know, I just hated that drive to Key West many times. I was just like, oh, geez. Because um, it's not just getting to, it's, it's got, you got to take the turnpike, and that's like 45 minutes from downtown all the way to Highway 1, and then you're backed up on traffic all the way for another three, four hours. That's just how it is. Maybe three tops. But Key West, everybody wants to go to Key West. So, but I'll tell you what, Nantucket, more power to you because you guys got it going on and you have to take a ferry to get there. I think it's great. So if you ever have a chance, folks, check out Nantucket. Captain Cambino approves it. I would, if I would, I would, I would live there if I had the money, you know, I'd buy a boat and I would just, I would take some charters and we would have some fun in Nantucket. So thank you, Nantucket. I had a blast. I hope to see you again soon. But so Nantucket was great. I fell asleep on the ferry back. Um, Went back to the hotel, um, didn't do much, just kind of got ready for the next next day. I, I went to bed early and watched The Untouchables. It was on HBO. <laughs> um, so I kind of chilled out that night, and I, like I said, stayed at the Doubletree in Hyannis. It's a nice hotel. Um, anyway, uh, the next day, May 17th, for two nights, I went to Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. So it was, uh, Boston was a lot of fun. Uh, it was about an hour, hour and a half drive. Um from Hyannis to Boston. I stayed at the Doubletree for two nights downtown, nice hotel. 
Um, every hotel was great. You know, felt safe, secure, yada, yada. Um, so that my first got there, I got there about 1130-ish noon because of traffic and had, you know, got valet, got everything settled in. My room, actually, my room was not ready yet, so I had to put my, my luggage away. So I said, you know, I went to Cheers. First place I went to was Cheers. I said, I want to see it. I'm ready. Let's go. And I tell you what, it did not miss. It delivered. I had such a blast. Uh, I tell you what, though, you better find a bar stool because it, they're going to be taken. It's a very small bar, but it's it's worth it. I spent almost the entire day there. I got there like at noon, 1230-ish. I stayed till after 7. And... I just had a blast. I didn't want to leave. I was like, yeah, I'm Norm. <laughs> I'm Norm down here at the end. And it was. I had to head to a corner. I had a corner corner bar stool, like in the far corner. It wasn't exactly like where Norm would sit, but it was close enough. But I met these people from Ireland, from England. Uh, there was actually a mailman that came through, Asian guy, and he had a mail suit on. I was like, well, this is so funny. That's Cliff Clavin. And I mean, it was just, it was great. I mean, just everything was exact. The, the, the door when you walk in, the steps. Everything was as close as it could get. It was such a great environment. Um, the food was phenomenal. If, you, if you're there, get Carla's Meatball Sub. Oh, my God, it's so good. Um, the, the, the bartender's name was uh, uh, Brian or, and, or Ryan, excuse me. Which, you know, I've got a brother named Ryan, so I thought that was perfect. And um, Great guy, great atmosphere. Cheers is awesome. I bought some you know, uh, souvenirs, things like that. Uh, but to top it off, I met this girl, I met this beautiful woman named Jen, like Jennifer. She said, everybody calls me Jen. I was like, cool. And, uh, we were kind of eyeballing each other a little bit and, you know, she was, she kept checking her phone though. And I was just like, um, I was going to try to order a drink and I thought she was about to order one too. So we kind of both ordered at the same time. And I was like, go ahead. And then when I said, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, yada, yada. Oh no, it's cool. So we kind of chatted a little bit from the bar and uh just beautiful woman and finally i walked over and asked her said do you want to hang out later can i get your number and um she said yeah so she gave me her number and um i said i'm going to the red sox game but after that i'm you know i'm game let's see whatever you want to do and uh, and she said she was meeting some friends she was in town for business but uh had a meeting that day and then you know on vacation the rest of the week for and i said cool so let's 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 try to meet up if we can. And uh, she ended up going. I texted her when I got to the Red Sox game. And uh, by the way, the Red Sox game was freezing. It was so damn cold. <laughs> that wind, man, I'm telling you. Plus, being up there in the outfield with the Green Monster, it was awesome, by the way. Um, but anyway, I got her number. We were supposed to hang out. Didn't didn't end up didn't meet it didn't meet up. You know, things happened. She was meeting some friends. They went to the I think they went to the Garden for the because it was Game One of the Heat and Celtics. So um, a lot of people were around for that. And um, so I didn't get a chance to meet up with her, but I got her number. So we stayed in, we've stayed in touch a little bit since the trip, but man, she's, she's just incredible. Such a beautiful woman. So, um, but we've, we chatted actually a text her yesterday. So um, she's overseas or something, but Jen, wherever you are, be safe. Captain Cambino here. Hope to see you soon. So um, anyway, so she left, but uh, we just, I hung out at Cheers for the duration and uh, just a few minutes later, this this guy walks in. This guy and this woman walk in, and I was like, "Man, I know that guy. I've seen him somewhere on TV, and I just can't picture it right now. I'm trying to think of his name." 
And then I was like, I, I know, I know it. It's in, he, it's 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 Walking Tall. He's the villain, Neil McDonough. So I was just like, that's it. So it, I, I know Walking Tall. I wouldn't mean wasn't the greatest movie ever, but I mean it was still classic. I mean he was Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough walks in, and I was like, I, I, that's him. And um, and he was with this woman, and I didn't know who she was, but so there it looked like they're sharing a stool. I really couldn't tell. It's like they were couldn't find a stool or something. So I said. Sir, do you need a stool? Uh, there's one extra over here. He goes, no, we're good. Thank you very much. So, you know, I was just being friendly. So I walk over and I said, uh, excuse me, I, I know who you are and I, I don't want to make a big deal or anything, but it's okay to get a photo. He says, absolutely. So we took a selfie and it's was, it was just like, it was great. He introduced me to his wife, Ruve. And I was like, hey, it's an honor. I know, you know, and all your, I love all your movies and TV shows. You, you're phenomenal. So it was a pleasure to meet you. So we just, you know, he shook my hand. He's a great guy, Neil McDonough. So I thought that was cool. I heard he's from Boston. And that's, you know, what the bartender said, but I thought that was really cool. So they hung out for a little bit, a couple of drinks, and they left. And I said, have a nice day, Neil and Reve. And he says, have a good day, Cameron, like that. It was just really cool. He remembered my name, and I thought that was really professional and cool. So Neil McDonough, thank you again, uh, Neil. It was a pleasure. Wherever you are, I hope you hear this. And uh, it, was, it was an honor to meet you and Reve, and hopefully I'll meet you again soon. So that was, that was pretty cool, though, to meet uh, Neil McDonough. So. Anyway, um, went to the Red Sox game. It was awesome. I didn't stay long because it was freezing. But I didn't really care about the game. I just wanted to go up in the Green Monster. I just wanted to I just wanted to watch. I just wanted to check it out. I'm telling you what, it was so great. But go in like June or July, you know, <laughs> actually if you want to go. But I'm just saying, I just, I was like, it's Green Monster. So, I mean, I, I was bundled up as best I could, but I had shorts on. So, I was like, oh, geez. But, um it was the Mariners and Red Sox, so it was, it was cool. But everything's digital. You can't pay cash. So I'm up there, want to get a hot dog and a beer. <laughs> How about a nice hot dog and a beer? So um, it was all digital, no cash. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is what the world's doing now, I guess. Um, yeah, so that sucked. And uh, so, you know, you have to, everything's digital, pay with a card, and uh, whatever. But uh, went from there to... Um, uh, a couple of bars uh, called The Greatest Bar, a uh, nice little sports bar with like several levels, um, uh, several floors. It's kind of like a northern version of Honky Tonk Central from Nashville, um, but with the Boston feel. So that was fun. I got to check out the harbor. This is the next day, actually. It's the next day. I, I slept till about one o'clock the next day. I was so tired and cold from the night before the game. And I was like, I have nowhere to be. Who cares? I'm on vacation, so I'm sleeping in. I felt like, what's his name? Um, Ron Livingston's character in Office Space. Uh, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> it's not a half day or anything. What are you doing? I'm, I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I slept till like one. And, you know, woke up just and uh, actually I went back to Cheers. I did, but I walked around. I walked around the city a little bit, so I got a little exercise. So did some walking, saw the State House, saw this, um, the, uh, just a lot of history in Boston. Beautiful city. It really is. Um, a lot of, saw a lot of uh, historic statues and stuff. Went back to Cheers. And then I, I was just, I was, I went to a couple bars that night, but I took another nap. I was just exhausted. I guess it was the game, the, the weather, I don't know, but it was just, it is what it is, but whatever. Um, had, a, had a great time, but um, so it was, um, I saw the harbor, you know, 
beautiful harbor, lots to do in Boston. It was a great place. So um, after that, it was um, I stayed two day, two nights there. Um, the next day, I drove across the state of New York. I uh, got out of Massachusetts and uh, took about about seven hours to Niagara Falls. So the state of New York, if you're driving, Albany is about all you'll see. Um, there's not much there. There's exit to um, to uh, uh, Rochester and Syracuse, and it's not what I thought it would be. It was uh, New York State is uh, it was is very boring now, but it's also very beautiful. There's a lot of farmlands, kind of similar to Philadelphia. You got the hills, and you've got a, you got farmland. So, but it, it was great, and um, but it just but very boring, you know. But in 65 speed limit, I was like, really? But what what is the deal with the speed limits up here? But again, another blue state, you know. That's how it goes. Um, Finally, I got to uh, Niagara Falls, and it rained all night, and all day in the next morning. So Niagara Falls, I, I, I got there by eight o'clock. I was tired. By the way, but I did order a pizza from a local place in Niagara Falls called Donatello's. Phenomenal, such a great pizza. If you're in Niagara Falls, go to Donatello's. Awesome place. Um, friendly guy over the phone. Actually, when I called to order, I didn't, you know, I was got what I needed and I said how much and he goes hundred dollars I was like excuse me he says I'm just kidding it was 27 70 I was like okay <laughs> the way he said it that's like hundred dollars excuse me <laughs> but just the way he said it, it was funny he laughed about it he was like I mean you gotta have a sense of humor you know but Niagara Falls it was okay I mean it's an old town but um it rained so that was the only time I didn't get to see anything when I didn't get to see the the waterfall or anything which I know I probably should have sucked it up but it was pouring I was like, I'm not getting out there taking videos and you know, in this. It's like Newman and Seinfeld. It's like it's raining. I don't deliver mail in the rain. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it rained. It sucked. You know, but it's okay. I got a decent place to stay. Hampton Inn right there at, uh, at the actual park is good. Then I proceeded south back to uh, to Ohio to Cleveland. So three hours to Cleveland, but I did. I went on the outskirts of Cleveland, headed to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. So, um, and I stayed in Akron. So I, I wanted to make sure I get a good night's sleep because I didn't sleep much the last two nights up there. So, um, Canton, Ohio, Pro Football Hall of Fame, beautiful place, really cool, a lot of history. If you're a football fan, that's where I recommend it. Bucket list, I'm telling you, it's awesome. I bought a hat. And you can get a you get a photo taken when you get there. You have to purchase it, but I didn't I didn't but didn't care about that. And the lady asked me where I'm from. She goes, "Oh, you're from Tennessee, so you must be a Titans fan." I was just like, "No, how dare you? Get out!" <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was like, "No, Miami Dolphins, forever and ever." So, but anyway, really cool place. Um, about two floors, and there's a lot of it's just like a. You have to follow. There's just a tour. It's just like a you're you're on a tour on your own. You just go through it yourself and come out at the end. Uh, pretty cool. So if you're a sports fan, definitely check out Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. And I stayed in Akron. Didn't really do much. I took a nap. I was tired. Uh, it was a Saturday, and I stayed in Akron in Embassy Suites. Really nice place. So right off the interstate and uh, Interstate 77, I got to see University of Akron, the Zips. That's where Jason Taylor played college football. And, um, but it, it was cool. So Akron, Ohio, I love Ohio. I, I could live there. So no doubt. But um, 
anyway, uh, from there, I headed up to Indiana, back to Indiana. Um, stayed in the, uh, went through Sandusky, Ohio. That's where they filmed Tommy Boy, one of my favorite movies of all time. Not much to Sandusky, kind of a country town, you know, I mean, you know, not much to it. I mean, it's, it's on the water. It's right there on, on Lake Erie. Um, nice little nice little town, but some parts pretty rough, you know, but I, it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I was going to stop for lunch at this little place on the water, but it didn't, they didn't have, they didn't serve food. They only, it was just drinks. I was like, okay, well, so um, anyway, I got through Sandusky, got back on the interstate and headed to uh, this little town near South Bend called Elkhart, Indiana. Nice little town, you know, clean. Um, we stayed at a, a Hampton, a true hotel there, which is a Hampton Hilton property. And it was great. Um, stayed the night, just got, you know, just kind of got rested up. And the next morning I went to Notre Dame. Um, saw, um, saw the practice fields for football. I saw, saw the stadium. They were doing a lot of construction. Uh, beautiful stadium, beautiful campus. It was awesome. Uh, and I actually, it was beautiful weather, so I took it all in and just, you know, I did a scene from Rudy when I was out there. So if you check my Instagram, you'll see some stuff from that. But it, it was fun. It was cool to see uh, University of Notre Dame for the first time. So, um, I, and it says, I, I drove through campus. It says no public access, but the guardrails were up. I was like, whatever, I'm here. So, um, but it, it was cool. It was really cool to see the stadium and um, to appreciate that. So, and then from there, I just drove to Milwaukee. Um Went all the way up uh, through Chicago, went around Chicago, cut up. It was pretty cool to see Chicago when you're driving into it. It's like this giant city just comes out of the ground. Excuse me. But uh, it was it was awesome driving around the city of Chicago. Um, headed up to Milwaukee, and you can tell the difference in the roads. Interstate was crap in Chicago. Again, you're in Illinois. But you get up into Wisconsin, oh, man, total difference. Clean. The interstates were it was six lanes. It was just clean and organized. You can get through uh, no time. But I stopped this little town. Um, oh, gosh, I've already, um, I've already forgotten the name. Skokie, Skokie, Illinois. Um, this little town uh, where they filmed an ep- where they filmed part of the scene a scene in, in part of the movie uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy. It was the El Rancho Motel. It was where, towards the end of the movie, when they were almost home, it's the one where John Candy drove the car in reverse and took out a whole room. <laughs> it's there, and it, oh, it's terrible. Like, they, you see the bull, uh, the horns, like, on the, on, the, on the buildings. That's still there. And I walked into the front office, like, if I wanted to rent a room, Nobody answered. It was sketchy, super sketchy. So I got out of there, but I, I took some photos, whatever. But it's right next to this restaurant, sports bar, right off the highway called Fat Man's. I was like, I got to go. I mean, come on. you know. <laughs> so I had lunch there, great place. They gamble there. It's right there on the state line in Illinois. So they're gambling in Illinois. And there were people in there playing the slot machines. They didn't even care about, they'll grab a beer and just, turn around their slot machines i was like oh okay um this this must, must be a happening place but um it was pretty cool called fat man's they have volleyball courts and it says uh beer beer uh beer food and volleyball i'm just like <laughs> i was like what, what's up with the volleyball courts 
but I thought that was pretty strange. But pretty cool place though, Fat Man's. So if you if you're in Skokie, Illinois, check that out. So I ended up getting back on the interstate, went to Milwaukee, stayed two nights in Milwaukee, at a Double Tree. It's right across, right really right next door to this the old Hampton Hilton, giant Hilton Hotel. Um, Double Tree was cool. I went out to this place called the Brat House. Um, the food is phenomenal in Milwaukee. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, not like Nantucket, but it's good. But I had this, uh, I just, I was told this is a place to go, so I went to the Brat House. And I'm a pretzel guy. I love Bavarian pretzels. I love I love those soft pretzels, I'm telling you. Um, any ladies out there, that's the weight of my heart. I'm not kidding. So um, I said, you know, I'll take the pretzel. And it was just an appetizer. But I mean, that thing took up a whole, it was like a pizza box. I was like, holy shit. I was so big. And I was like, yeah, this will be enough for me. So it was like, it was so big. And it was, I mean, it was just like a giant donut. And uh, Homer Simpson would have been all over it, but uh, so freaking good. And I was like, I'm full. I can't, I, I need to go, I'm going back, I'm going to bed. It was like, I'm just, uh, you didn't want to eat anymore after that. It was just so filling. And, uh, but the good beer selections, this place called the Brat House, if you're in Milwaukee, check it out. There's another sports bar right a couple uh, doors down called Who's on Third. And I saw one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life, a bartender in that place. Her name was uh, Juliana. She's Italian, um, but she graduated from Marquette and she's just absolutely stunning. So Juliana, if you're out there, who's on third? You're hot. So keep up the good work. <laughs> but we, they, they play, these, they play these, these games up there at the bar. It's, uh, they play dice and they'll put the dice in the cup and they'll you know, shake it up and then they'll flip it over and you play for shots. I don't know how it works, but you got to get twos first or something. And then whoever gets, whoever loses has to buy. So it's just, I don't know. But it was every place I saw in Milwaukee, they're playing the dice. I was like, what is, what is this, a Wisconsin thing? And it, it was. And everybody said it. It was, but it was pretty cool. I played it once. I didn't really know how to do it, but they're playing for shots. So I was like, okay, sounds about right. So, But the Brat House will actually take you, if you're going to the Brewers game, They'll, they'll have a complimentary shuttle. You just have to buy a beer at the Broad House, and they'll give you a wristband, and you just take the, take the shuttle to the game. I was like, that's really cool. So the next day, I had tickets to the game, came back, and I, you know, I said, yeah, I'm, I'll be here for a while. I'll come, I'm coming back afterwards. So I didn't care. I mean, I, and I went to the game. It was American Family Field. They played the Brewers, played the Astros. Brewers won. And a bunch of Astros fans in town. I tell you what, those guys are jerks. Uh, some Brewers fans were talking smack at the bar about the Astros, and then some of the Astros fans were like, "Oh yeah, win a World Championship and let us know." And I was like, I looked, I turned around, I was like, "Yeah, do y'all cheat on one of them too?" And nobody, everybody was laughing. I was like, "Okay, I chimed in just just time, just in time for that one." But it's true because they did cheat that one year. But those Astros fans, man, they suck. So jerk offs. But um, anyway, um, Milwaukee was awesome. Um, there's lots of good bars around there. I just kind of stayed in this one little area. Um, um, anyway, but it, it was great. The Broad House, uh, cool bartenders. So there, there was, it was great. Um, so two nights in Milwaukee. But actually during the day, I remember that day, I had slept again until like, I, went, I woke up like at 11. I had nowhere to go. I mean, I was going to the game that night, maybe do a little sightseeing. 
but I needed to catch up on some laundry. So I remember uh, they have a complimentary laundry at the Doubletree downtown Milwaukee. And so I, I did some laundry, you know, just washing some shirts, underwear, whatever. And uh, I was letting it roll, and then I go back to the room, and there's nothing on TV. I come across Star Trek. I don't know why, but I'm just like sitting there watching Star Trek. I fall asleep. I wake up. It's like four o'clock, and I'm like, "Oh shit! I gotta get my clothes." Forgot all about it. Well, nobody else had used it. The so stuff was still there. <laughs> it's like, well, I got lucky on that one. So that's what I get for falling asleep. But hey, I was on vacation. Who cares, right? So it was it was awesome. But it was just you know, it's those little moments you appreciate. You get a laugh at, you know, and just enjoy it. So. It was fun. But uh, Milwaukee, had a great time. Um, nice people. So, But, again, you got to have your head on a swivel. I saw a couple of guys look sketchy. One was kind of following me around, so I kind of was waiting on my lift ride and, you know, crossed over to this other side of the street so they didn't look like they were following me. So you just got to be careful. But, I mean, that's just how it is in a lot of major cities. So uh, now from the last part of the trip, um, and we're about to roll uh, wrap it up here at the Cabana, uh, kind of gone a little over time, but hey, it's it's the first time back, so we're having some fun. I appreciate your patience. So the last part of the trip, um, sorry, uh, the live video ended um, on Instagram, but we're still going on uh, on uh, YouTube. So I guess you only have an hour for Instagram, so well, that sucks. But we'll figure that out next time. So. Um, Anyway, but um, we um, the next the next three days were in Chicago, and um, but on the way I planned ahead to look at some sites in, outside Chicago before I come into the city. So leaving Milwaukee. By the way, I saw the Haribo headquarters in outside of Milwaukee, where they you know the gummy bears. That building is freaking huge. All you look over to the right, and you see these giant letters come out. It's like something out of Super Mario Brothers. And it says Haribo. And I was like, hey, that's where they make the gummy bears. Anyway, random random information. So, um, and by the way, we're back live on Instagram because Instagram only allows you an hour. So, uh, we're still, we should still be live on, uh, yep, we're still live on YouTube. So, um, anyway, just excited to be here. Go a little overtime. But coming into Chicago... I stopped off in a couple of um, um, Highland Park, Illinois, just north of Chicago. All of this was by the lake, right by Lake Michigan, lakeside. It was just so beautiful. The homes up there were phenomenal. Million-dollar homes. There's some rich people up there, I'm telling you. So I stopped off. The first stop was the, the house that was for Ferris Bueller's Day Off where Cameron Fry lived, where he was, he says, I feel like complete shit, Ferris. I can't go anywhere. I'm sorry to hear that. Now come over here and pick me up. So it was Cameron Fry's house, but I also saw the garage where the Ferrari, you know, Ferris talked him into, they were trying to get the miles off in reverse and it crashes out of the garage into the, into the ground. So I got to see it. It was kind of hard to see. There's so many trees, but it was pretty cool. But they, um, I read somewhere it sold for like $2 million recently. And I was like, wow. It's a small house, too, but it's just that garage is so iconic, you know. Um, so from there, I went to the next house, which is uh, 16 Candles. It was the Jake Ryan's house where they had that giant party. And um, just everybody got butt wild. 
So that was in uh, weird science, uh, sixteen candles. But I, I kind of get sixteen candles and weird science confused because they look those houses look exactly the same, and it's kind of like planes, trains, and automobiles in Home Alone. I get those confused. But it's the house from Sixteen Candles, Jake Ryan, where they had the big party, and uh, that I saw that house is beautiful. But it's one of those that's kind of in the back, and I didn't want to walk up as private property. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to go to jail like some freak like walking around here, you know. Um, I'm not a freak, you know, but I'm just saying that's probably what they would say. But <laughs> so I took some photos. It's all on Instagram. It's pretty cool. So beautiful house, just absolutely stunning. From there, I went to Winnetka, Illinois, uh, just not too far. It's uh, where the Home Alone house is. That house is the best one of, of all of them. It's just stunning, beautiful, gated, uh, no garage, and they there's no more front drive like the circular drive where the pizza guy knocked over the statue. But the, the house is still intact, same colors, and uh, just just beautiful. Uh, very quiet neighborhoods. Uh, they always look the same to me. Very quiet neighborhoods, uh, but it, it was awesome. Uh, people walking their dogs, things like that. Beautiful home. Then from there, I went to uh, the house uh, where uh, 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald's character, Samantha, they lived. And it's the house where the tree, Long Duck Dong, fell out of the tree. So I saw that house. That was in... Uh, that was also Evanston, excuse me, Evanston, Illinois. So they're all kind of in the same uh, suburb, uh, suburb neighborhoods. Uh, from there, I went to the Uncle Buck house, also in Evanston. And um, it, it was nice, looked the same. Um, the, I saw the male, male lady walk up as I was taking a video. But again, private, private, you know, private areas, I mean, like a quiet neighborhood, excuse me. But it was all, they all kind of looked the same. Um, then from there, went to the Plains, Trains, and Automobiles house, Steve Martin's house in the end of the movie, which I always thought was the Home Alone house because they look alike. But I pulled up, and it was kind of a tight street, and this guy was behind me, and he was going pretty fast. So I kind of jetted over. I was like, okay, dude, you're, you're good. Turns out he lives there, and he kept staring at me. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting out. I'm not, I don't want this guy to call the cops or whatever, so I don't want to make a big deal. So I took some photos. But I took a photo of the street. Where they were walking, John Candy and Steve Martin are walking at the end of the movie, and so I, I got that. That was really cool, but I didn't get a chance to take a video and give some background on it. But because the guy was sketchy, looked checking me out, like, "What's this guy doing?" So you know, it's um, this day and age, you don't want to risk anything. But it was good to see that house. It's really nice. Uh, um, so all I, I saw those are all the houses I know I could see that were in the Chicago area that I knew of. And then from there, went to uh, uh, the school where they filmed from Breakfast Club um, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that's now the Illinois State Police and the Illinois Lottery Office. So it's it's off the beaten path in uh, Shermer. Or, uh, I think it may still be Evanston, Illinois. But anyway, it's close to the interstate. So that was the last way on the way out. So I saw it. It, was, it looked exactly the same, the steps, you know. Uh, I was like, there it is, Breakfast Club. So uh, then from there, went to Chicago. Got into downtown. Uh, traffic was backed up, of course, but a lot of construction. But uh, such a beautiful city. When you get into the heart of the city, it's really magnificent. I'm not going to lie. So I stayed at the one night at the at three different hotels. So I got there. I missed the, the hotel because I don't, I've don't. i never driven really downtown. I've always taken a train. So I finally get to this place called the Wit Hotel, and it was really nice. Kind of a, a, a art, art deco place, but... Um, 
really nice hotel, a uh, very upscale. Um, uh, when I got there, um, I, I just kind of did some sightseeing, walked around, didn't do much. Uh, I was trying to figure. I was in the theater district, so I was trying to figure out like what's what. And I went to Barstool. Barstool has their own uh, diner. Uh, diner, excuse me. Uh, has their own bar, uh, Barstool River North. So uh, checked out a little bit. Went to Mother Hubbard's little sports bar right there in uh, in Chicago on Hubbard Street. Hubbard Street has a lot of uh, bars, sports bars, things like that. Um, but I stayed the night. The, the TV didn't work in the bedroom. Had a beautiful two two bedroom suite. Um, two-room suite, but the, the TV in the bedroom didn't work, so I told the front desk, and they gave me 15,000 Hilton points, and I said, look, I said, I'm not upset. I said, the TV works. It's just there's no volume, and I just, it's not a big deal. I mean, I got a good night's sleep. I just, is there a way you can give me some points or something? So you got to know how to negotiate that stuff. They did. They gave me 15,000 points. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm good, so thank you very much. Beautiful view of the city from that hotel, the next day, I went to the London House. The London House, phenomenal, such a beautiful hotel. If you're looking for a good hotel in Chicago, check out the London House. It's right across from the Trump Tower, uh, right there on, uh, I think it's Wabash, Wacker, one of them. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. Um, rooftop viewing, just phenomenal. So um, if you check out my Instagram uh, handle, at Captain Cambino, you'll see the videos. I did all that last week. But right there in that area, I took some videos also, pictures from the Trump Tower. Uh, had, a, had a couple beers there at the bar. Great, great place. Very expensive, but worth it. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of, lot of good. The weather was phenomenal in Chicago. A little chilly, but not as bad as Boston. But it, it was fun. So I uh, had a great time. Um, went to the, another good sports bar in Boston. It's called uh, Timothy O'Toole's. And it's, um, it's like a little underground bar, like Cheers. Like you go down down some steps and it's underground. It's just great, great atmosphere. And I remember chilling at the bar, having lunch, and they played the Breakfast Club soundtrack. I was like, man, this is so cool. If you're an 80s kid, you, you appreciate it, you know. That's just how it is. So um, anyway, it was just great. Had a great time. Um, stayed at the London house. I actually stayed in that night because I had the Cubs game the next day. And I knew I was going to be all over the place. So I stayed in that night, and I had a, a Giordano's pizza, best pizza in Chicago. I bought, like, a, I got a medium, and the mediums are huge. So I was just like, you know what, this will last me a couple days. Yeah, I couldn't finish it. it. took me three days to finish it. It was just it's so freaking big. Not, like, big. It's just it's so it's just so intensive and heavy, the, the ingredients. And, man, it's so good. But um, DoorDash, that's the first time I ever used DoorDash. They were pretty good. So... They were quick, and, uh, you know, you got to tip well up there, so that's just how it is. But I just I kind of stayed in, watched TV, just relaxed, and got ready the next morning to uh, went to uh, Wrigley. So Wrigley Field was the final part, final part of the trip. I went to Wrigley, went to Cubby Bear, I went to uh, Sluggers, uh, hung out before the game. Uh, I spent, finally got into the game. I went to, uh, had, bought a hot dog. Everything's digital, no, no cash, credit cards only. It sucks. But you know it is what it is. Um, hung out in this, hung out in the game in the stadium right there by the clock in the outfield center field uh, for a couple of innings. And then I had a rooftop. I already paid for the rooftop, and I I did that was on Sheffield, so I went to the rooftop from there, and uh, it was awesome. Um, climbed the stairs for the whole damn thing, and I got some good, got a good workout. So 
it was worth it. But the rooftop was the best part. You could see the game. You could see Wrigley. You could see North Shot of Chicago. You could see downtown. You could see Lake Michigan. It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it was awesome. And actually, let me back. Let me uh, go back a little bit. The day before, I did go to Willis Tower, Sears Tower. I did see the sky deck, did the whole view of the city, did the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know, hey, Ferris, think the car's all right? <laughs> when they're up on the top. Yeah, this is the world's tallest building. <laughs> 1,353 feet, 103 floors on the Sears Tower, Willis Tower. It was awesome. Your ears will pop, and it was just, it was great. The second time around, it was even better. And uh, you just get to see everything. There's Soldier Field, Navy Pier. I mean, you see everything. Chicago, Chicago is a beautiful city. From It really is, you know. It, it gets a bad rap because of the crime, but it's a beautiful city. You just got to know where you're going. That's all it is. But, um it was great. Had a, had a blast. Uh, the Cubs game. Met some, met a, there was actually a group of people there from Memphis. Uh, a lot of Reds fans. And uh, the Reds fans were cool, man. They're big Bengals fans, too, obviously. So we were talking football with a lot of them. And the bartender's name was uh, Michael. And he was uh, he was cool. You could see the train go by right there uh, at, behind us. It was really cool. Just a beautiful day for baseball and just good times. So that's what it's all about. But um, – and then that night, I went back to Timothy O'Toole's because, I mean, I just didn't really feel like going anywhere else. I did check out Mothers before that. That's where they filmed uh, About Last Night with uh, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, James Belushi. It sucked. It wasn't like I thought it would. It really wasn't. I was kind of disappointed. Um, but then I went back to Timothy O'Toole's and uh, Sports Bar and enjoyed it. Went to the Drake Hotel Bar. That's where I stayed the last night, the Drake Hotel. And a uh, very old, old hotel, but nice and clean. And um, had had a great time, so uh, slept well, and I took my time the next day um, to drive back. So I, I on the way back though, I stopped at the motel where they filmed another scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, where John Candy and Steve Martin had to share a bed, and they got robbed, and they had to get a ride to the train station. <laughs> it's all right there in a little town called Braidwood, Illinois, and they called it the Braidwood Inn in the movie, but. In, the, in, in real life, it's actually uh, the Sun Motel, So, but it's, it's all still there. And that's actually, it was a pretty long drive because I took my time from Chicago to Memphis. But I stopped through St. Louis, and I did the whole Clark Griswold thing, you know, checking out the, the arch. And guess what? I took the wrong turn, just like he did in the movie. I'm not kidding. I didn't do it on purpose. I just wasn't paying attention. I took the wrong turn. I was going I-64 West. I was like, yeah, this is, we don't need to go this way. So... <laughs> I had to loop around and figure it out, but I made it back. It was great, and uh, but it was it was a fun trip, you know. I'm still trying to get back on track because I haven't slept well, but this week and uh, getting back into the saddle for work. But I've already planned the next one. I'm planning on that in October. We'll talk about that another time. But um, I wanted to, um, um, you know what? Not worried about that. We're going to call it a night call it a day it's been fun i was gonna go over some baseball scores with you and stuff but check that out on the app called the score the score app you can look at all your follow your favorite teams and check out the over under on all the major league baseball games the upcoming nhl stanley cup and the nba finals so stanley cup tonight game one is the las vegas golden knights and the florida panthers so be sure to check that out um if you want to get in touch with captain cambino i'm on instagram at captain cambino and email is captaincambino at gmail.com. 
YouTube is Captain Cambino's Cabana. So this will be this is we're live on Instagram and YouTube. So you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. I really appreciate it. I know it went a little over time today, but it had a reason because it was uh, talking about the trip. So we had had some fun. But um, it was uh, good to come, you know, make a comeback and get back in the saddle. So I got some plans for the summer. I'm working on some different things. I may may tweak some things here and there, but uh, I appreciate all the guys, everybody listening, uh, my fans out there, wherever you are. Don't see any on Instagram right now, but that's okay. We'll get there. Uh, anyway, you know, but it's just takes time. So I got time. So, but uh, it's been it's been awesome. It's been summertime is here. Let's take advantage of it. Enjoy the summer. Live it up. You only live once. Go make it happen and enjoy life. I want to thank the troops. Thank all of our servicemen and women this past Memorial Day, past, present, and future, the veterans that have served this country and fought for us for our, fought for our freedom. God bless you and your families. Thank you so much for all you've done for us. All the current troops, be safe. Hope you come home soon. We love you and we support you. Captain Cambino is also a big advocate of the Second Amendment and a supporter of the NRA. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you don't like it, don't care. So you can unfollow. God bless America. Thank you for all, everybody listening. Um, it's time for summer. Pop open a cold one, go to the beach, go to the pool, go to the hot tub, whatever you want to do. Make it happen, Captain. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Command live on YouTube and on Instagram. Hope you all have a good one. Thank you for listening. Until next time, permission to come aboard. <laughs>